Bryson, those that are in play practice, head on upstairs, guys. While they're headed up there, Brody, you can get ready. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm a little different than some pastors, but here in the pulpit, um, <clears throat> but I, I wish I would have had this when I was a teenager. I, I didn't have, I did, we didn't have a youth group. We didn't have, by the time I was a teenager, um, if I went to church, I was the only teen pretty much in our church by that time. Um, so never had a youth group. Even when I was dating Teresa later in high school, we didn't have a youth group at, even at their church, just had a, a few teens. And <clears throat> so didn't have any of that. And I always thought, you know, if I'm able, I want to uh, give our kids opportunities to um, preach the word, and <clears throat> it's um, materialistically speaking, materialistically speaking, it, it's probably not the most lucrative of callings <laughs> to be a pastor, but, you know, I, I can't really say that. We have everything we've ever needed, and more than, than we've ever expected, and God has been so good to us, but parents, just, um, you know, you can see God's calling on, on Brody's life. You can, we've seen that for a couple of years. I saw that in Thane's life when he preached his first message when he was 12, um, and I'm just grateful for a church family that supports our kids, and uh, Brody, I, I am just thrilled at what, if you will stay humble, and walk close to God, you, you better protect your, your walk because the devil will get after you. But if you'll protect your walk and you'll walk humbly, God will use you greatly. And I'm just excited that we get to be a part of that. So young man, you'll come and share the word tonight. Well, what a blessing it is to uh, do this. Um, and I'm just so thankful I'm able to have this opportunity uh, whenever I'm able to do something for God, you know, teaching up in Quam or the nursing home uh, like I've been helping with. It's just such an encouragement to me, and uh, my heart is just blessed by it. So tonight we'll be in Matthew chapter 5, so if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there, and I'll start giving you the background on it. So in Matthew chapter 5, we see Jesus' famous sermon on the mount. Um, many things are going on here. Jesus is dis discussing many things on how we should live and what we should do. Well, tonight I want to spend my time in verses 13 through 16, where we are going to see Jesus telling us to be a light and to be salt to the earth. Um, so tonight um, I'm going to call this message being a light in times of darkness. So many things give us light today, and there's many things that produce light that we have today, unlike when older times where there wasn't no light. We have lights in our cars and our phones. We have lights in here. And I would say life would be very hard without lights. You wouldn't be able to see what you're doing. You wouldn't be able to know where you're going, things like that. Wouldn't be able to drive at night. And lights make our life livable, I would say, because we need lights to see what we're doing and to know what we're doing. Also, we season a lot of our foods. Everybody loves a good food seasoned. Why would you eat something that's not seasoned? I'm a big food guy, and I love food. And why would you just eat something that's just plain? I don't want a plain steak. Like, I want a steak with some good seasoning, some good potatoes, you know, all that stuff. Good seasoning, 
makes it enjoyable. Um, I would say without these seasonings that these this food would be boring, and I definitely would not eat as much food as I do if there wasn't seasoning. So in Matthew chapter 5, we're told to both be a seasoning and a light to this world. And uh, we're going to look at how to be a light uh, rather than doing the things of the world and falling into the trap of the world. So I'm going to start off by reading Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. And it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot cannot be hidden. Neither do man light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Lord, I pray that you give me the words to say and just bless our time together tonight. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be open to your word and just bless this time. In Jesus' name, amen. So in verse 13, we are compared to salt. And Jesus says that we are supposed to be salt to the earth, salt to the people of this earth, and to be seasoning the people of this earth. Now, there's many ways you could do this. You could encourage them using many different ways. And what I want to focus on tonight is encouraging them using God's word. You know, we have access to God's word. We have a way we can share it, just it's the matter of fact of sharing it and actually doing it and putting it together. So Jesus wants us to be seasoning, and he tells us to be seasoning the other people, to be salting the other people. So my first point is, have you lost your flavor? So in verse 13, we see that we are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its savor, Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and be trodden under the foot of men. So, have you lost your flavor? Here Jesus says, if we lose our flavor, we are good for nothing. We are good for nothing and we are to be, you know, stepped on by men. You know, if we are good for nothing, Jesus says we're here to be on the floor, basically, and people are going to be walking all over us. So, have you lost your savor? Have you lost your flavor? Have you been seasoning other people, encouraging them? So, as Christians, we are to tell others about Jesus, which is how we season them um, and season the people of this earth. Most of you know I go to a public school, and it is oftentimes hard to be a light and to be seasoning those around you. Every other word is usually a cuss word. People are usually always fighting with each other. There's drama. There's everything. And it's hard to not fall into the trap of the world and just become another public schooler who's just yelling at each other, mad at each other, and not to be encouraging each other. Well, Jesus says we're to be encouraging each other. So oftentimes... The people in, our, in this world will distract us from doing what we're supposed to do on this earth. And that is very relevant in my life because as, going to pub, as, as a public schooler, oftentimes it's hard to be an encouragement to others when even people are putting you down. So 
It's hard to be an encouragement when you are being put down. So our goal should be to encourage others. Um, so I'm taking a Bible class through uh, Ambassador Baptist College, and we've been looking through Paul and his letters. And one thing I've noticed is Paul's goal was to encourage others, but not only that, he wanted to be encouraged by them. So our goal should be to encourage others, and if we put that first, then we will be encouraged to them. So, have you lost your savor? Have you fallen into this world and not been telling others about Jesus? And have you not been encouraging others like you should? In verses 14 through 15, we see what we are supposed to be in. We're supposed to be a light to this world. Verse 14 says, Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. So Jesus said, we are to be a light to this world. And it he refers to us as a city that is set on a hill that is all lit up. So in my mind, lights. What time is it right now? It's Christmas time. So I was like, okay, all right. So this city is up on this hill and it's Christmas time. Everybody has their lights out. Everybody's decorated for Christmas you're going to be able to see that city because of the lights and because of how bright it is. Well, Jesus says we're supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be a bright light that everybody can see that is not hidden. You can't hide that city unless you turn off all the lights. We are supposed to be like that. And when I think of these, this verse, these verses, I think of this little light of mine. You know, in verse 15, it says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and giveth it light unto all that are in the house. I think of this little light of mine. We're supposed to let it shine till Jesus comes back and not let Satan blow it out. That's what I think of when it comes to these verses. And Satan is going to try and blow your light out. It's whether or not you let him do that is the deciding factor of whether your light is going to be blown out. Which brings me to my next point. Are you a burning candle? Are you a burning candle? Or are you just a candle that's not burning? That has a blanket over it? That's worthless and for nothing. So like I said, Jesus compares us to a city that is on a hill and that's not hid. Um, and one thing I want to look at here is why would you light a candle if you're just going to burn it out. Why would you be a candle that's just not going to do anything? The purpose of a candle is to give us light. It's not to just sit and do nothing. And we're told to here we're supposed to be a candle that's burning. And on a candlestick and not just sitting there covered by a towel. So, like I said earlier, we know God's word. We have access to it. Are you going to use it? This is how we be a light to others. We take this word, we use it, and we tell others about Jesus. People are looking for light in this world. This world is very dark, and oftentimes there's not a lot in this world that offers light. You know, you're often told, Oh, you can't do this, blah, 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 all this stuff putting you down. And people are looking for light. Many people struggle with depression, anxiety, all those things. And we can help them. 
we have the access to God's word, which is pure, just, and holy, and it has all the answers. We just got to use it. Did you know that God can use you? No matter how young you are, no matter where you're at in your life, God can use you. Did you know that Mary and Joseph weren't rich? They were poor. And yet God still used them to bring glory to him. So, God wants people who are willing. Willing to do his will. Willing to do what he wants. He's not going to use you if you're not willing. He's not going to use you and make you do it. He wants people who are willing to. So what are you willing to do for Jesus? So, like I said, people are looking for light, struggle daily with depression, things like that. We got to be willing to take God's word and use it for his glory. Use it for his glory. And you know what it comes down to? It comes down to us stepping out of our comfort zone. That's a big deal. Our comfort zone. We don't want to. We think that they will think badly of us. Or we think that they will think something of us. Like, oh, he's just another Christian, blah, 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 blah. We are too worried about other people's feelings rather than doing what God wants. And that's what it comes down to. I struggle with it, too. It's hard to step out of our comfort zone, to step out of the comfort zone and tell others about Jesus. And what we think about is it has to be some long message, some long, oh, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. It doesn't have to be that. It could be something as simple as, oh, Jesus died for you and Jesus loves you, John three sixteen. You could just tell them something as simple as that. It doesn't have to be that complicated, and yet we get in our brains that we think it's so complicated. But it's really not. And Jesus is with us, and we have the answers And he can help you as long as you're willing to do his will. In verse 16, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So here we see why our light is supposed to shine. Our light is not supposed to shine for us. It's not for our glory. It's not for our wonders and our cares. It's for Jesus, not for us. It's for Jesus. Letting our light shine will glorify our Father in heaven, as verse 16 says. We need to be a light for others to see. A light so they can know Jesus. So, let me ask you. Have you lost your savor? Jesus tells us if we lose our savor, we're good for nothing. Have you been seasoning others? Have you been encouraging them? Have you been letting your light shine? And I have another question for you, and it's probably the deepest one. How long are you willing to let your light shine for Jesus? How long are you willing to do things for Christ? And this little light of mine, it says we're supposed to shine till he comes back. Are you going to shine till he comes back? Or are you going to be a candle that has a towel over it that's just going to sit there 
and do nothing. You know, I struggle with this, and I'm preaching to myself because I struggle with this a lot. It's hard to step out of that comfort zone like I talked about. At school, it's hard. Like I said, many people are discouraging, and you think, oh, there's no way I can get to them. They're too far too long gone. Jesus can do anything. Nothing is impossible with Christ. He can do whatever he wants to do. So don't ever give up on them. Don't ever not try because you're thinking they're too far gone. If you were to get to heaven and the rapture were to take place, and you see somebody there you could have talked to, how is that going to pull on you? Don't live your life with regret of, oh, I should have told them about Jesus. Now it's too late. Don't live your life regretting not talking to somebody about Jesus. It's the greatest thing that will ever happen in your life. It's the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. So, tonight I want to encourage you to be a light to others and be a lighthouse shining in the dark and wavy harbor. Encourage those around you. Tell others about Jesus. You know, it could be just as something as simple as John 3.16. We have tracks over here on the table that will walk you through it. We have things that can help you. You just got to be willing to do it. Willing to step out of your comfort zone and feel uncomfortable. Because sharing God's word is not always going to be comfortable. So we got to be willing to do that. So remember to be a light in this dark world. And remember to season others with God's word. And be an encouraging friend to them. And if you do this, our Father in heaven will be glorified. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and the many blessings it has been to come into your house and worship with you. Lord, as we think about this and think about being a light in this world, and I pray that you just guide us and direct us. Help us to be able to step out of our comfort zone. Get uncomfortable. And Lord, help us to be willing to share your word, Lord. I pray that you guide us and direct us, bring us all home safely. In your name I pray, amen. Thanks, Brody. You know, it just reminds me, I need to do better. I just need to, the first thing that uh, we ought to look for is that opportunity to tell someone about Christ. And uh, thank you. God bless you. Uh, so good to have each one of you here tonight. It has been, look at, boy, is he good. It, I mean, he lands right on stick. All right. <laughs> That's all right. <coughs> Appreciate that. And uh, looking forward to hearing um, more from Brody. He's a little putting on sometimes schedule and let him get some uh, experience too. So let's uh, let's go out. Let's have a great week. And let's pray for one another. Pray especially for Joe uh, Camacho. He'll be uh, meeting with a team of doctors sometime this week at University Hospital. Try to get a game plan, and I know that he would appreciate the prayers. So um, just remember, pray for one another. God bless you guys. You are dismissed.